On this episode of Cheesesteak Sports, we talk about the Sixers' heartbreaking loss to the Houston Rockets, the Philadelphia Eagles' upcoming matchup versus the San Francisco 49ers, and, as always, the get-to-know-us questions. This is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan. And uh, we just watched the Sixers lose a tough one. So uh, I'm telling Dan, like, he's got to separate his Eagles feelings from his Sixers feelings. A brutal Cause, one. Because the, Eagle, the Eagles are favored 13 points going into Sunday. As they should be against an 0-17. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But the Sixers just lost against what some people are going to say is going to be the Western in the Western Conference Finals. No doubt they should have won, won that game. And it, it's kind of ridiculous that they didn't score a single point in the last, what was it, a minute 30? Or something yeah. like that? Yeah. The, the I think it was Rock- the last three minutes, honestly. Oh, even yeah. three minutes? The Rockets went on a 9-0 run to end the game to close it out. So they, um, they played they played a great game up until the last five possessions where they turned it over, turned it over, missed three, missed three. And then... Turn the, it over. The, and then there's another turnover. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm really, really upset right now. Like, I don't want to overreact, and I it's... It's a game that that team has to win, and I think it comes down to coaching the last possession specifically. It's a young team. It's definitely a young team, yeah, for sure. Growing pains, get all that. But you can't you can't take a moral victory in that game when you're up, however much they're up, with so little time to go. Oh, yeah, it's, last, not, it's not a moral victory, but I'm saying don't, don't kill them for it. It's a young team. Yeah. You're playing one of the best teams in the West. We knew coming into the season that we had a tough first stretch of, like, what, 10 games? Yeah, it's pretty, 20 games, honestly. So, so it's even tough in that. So, yeah, you would like to win it, but coming in the season, you know, you don't you don't really think you're going to get that one. Yes. So, but last possession, we don't start really until about four seconds left on the shot clock. That's how it felt with, like, the last three possessions, honestly. Is, that's You want to start. I understand you want to run the clock down, but ultimately you want to score the ball, and you got you to get going with about eight seconds. And that last possession, you want to get the ball in the post to Joel Embiid let him do he his didn't work. touch Most it the last get, three. Get to the line. That's just what I'm frustrated about. He didn't even get a chance to do anything. And the last play for Houston, I mean, it was a, a great shot, but it's just it's a frustrating loss. And it is good to be frustrated about Sixers' losses once again instead of just being accustomed to them losing a game, losing every game. Um, that's that's refreshing, but it it hurts. But that, like as Paul said, they're a young team. They're gonna go through growing pains, and this one they're not gonna forget. Like this one stings. For us as fans, and it should sting for them as players. I mean, you could just see Embiid. He, he just looked like looked. You couldn't believe it happened. He was just standing there, like, like I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Happened. No, I actually could believe it happened. No, I once saw it coming. Once the goaltending, yeah. Once that happened, which was another questionable call. I think um, it was. I think it was coming down. I don't think it was. If if yeah, he didn't touch it, I don't think it was going in. I don't think it was going. Either, but, but I think it was coming down. I can see you can kind of see it like level off, right? So, but you I definitely mean, learn from this game as a young team. You learn how to close games, and I was watching even in the first half, and I'm thinking to myself because I knew we were doing a podcast tonight based on what was going to happen. Good teams finish quarters. First and first quarter they didn't finish well. Second quarter they didn't finish well. I don't know if you remember Harden hit a three yeah. to close to close out the half. Third quarter they did better, but three of the four quarters specifically they did not finish well. Well, yeah, in the we're last two we're of the last two minutes of the quarter. We're uh, at best a five seed in the Week East. At best, we, yeah, I mean, so, I, I can't say that for sure. I don't know this team's potential this year. 
I don't know if you can say it best. Well, no, you're saying like, like good teams. Like we're not a top tier team. We're not the the equivalent good, I, of the Eagles no, in the NFL. No, we're not, not right the equivalent not of that. anything like that. I'm just making the point to get to be a good team. You have to finish. Off oh the yeah, board. no, I know, but I'm just saying to expect that from them this early when it's only Ben Simmons' fifth game in the NBA, Embiid's thirty like thirty eighth or something like that in the NBA. Yeah. There's there's no experience out on the court. You you got freaking Jared Bayless who already cost us a game in the beginning of the year, if not two, closing out the game and yeah, with all that, that that's said. that he shouldn't be in there. That's that's the one thing I do have to say to Brett is get Jared out of there. Like yeah. that's that's Brett, all. Brett Brown's an experienced coach. That comes down on him. There's no excuse for that loss. Period. The way that game ended, there's no excuse for how they lost that game. That's just that's pathetic. That's pathetic on on Brett Brown's part, and I I love Brett Brown, but that that loss that can't happen. But I do want to get jump over to a more positive topic right now. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, you kind of brought the whole mood down. Like I, I was real so, jacked up today. You yeah, know, well, I, you I, got... I, I, the stock, I didn't bring the mood down. Brett Brown and the Sixers brought the mood down. So let's get into a, a much happier topic right now in Philadelphia. The Eagles. Uh, they got another game this Sunday against San Fran. 0-7, but they've played in a lot of close games this year. The Niners have five of their except seven. Except for last week, though. Yeah, except for last week, which they got destroyed by the Cowboys. Um, but five of their seven losses have been by three points or less against some quality teams. Um, the other two was the first game of the season against Carolina. They lost by 20, I believe. And this past week, they lost by 30 to the Cowboys. So going into this game, Eagles are feeling good, but as we have officially heard, Jordan Hicks and Jason Peters are out for the year. It's gonna and be tough. I, I mean, we did we did say it. You, you did we, say it. Yeah. We did say it right after the game. So yeah. not saying we're breaking news or anything, but I, I gave you that knowledge two hours after the game was over. That's all I have to say. Listen to you say sports. <laughs> yeah. You hear the stuff first. But um, yeah, it, I mean. Hicks, like we, like I've been saying the last, uh, I said it last week, he's injury prone. We're gonna definitely need to get a middle linebacker in the draft next year mm. because this guy's already missed, like um, he hasn't finished out a season once. Wow. So I, I mean, that's that's just really bad, and um, I, I mean it's it's unfortunate because he's a he's a gamer. I love yeah, Jordan Hicks. Great player, great leader. And then you got Sweet. Jason Peters, the left tackle, the bodyguard, who also, like in the season preview, I was saying, I don't know what's really going to go on with him because he's always banged up as well. But that that comes with age. He's an older yeah. guy, but he is one of the best left tackles in the league. Yeah. And is, uh, I think he's 36 or 35. 35, I believe. It's 35? Uh, then Joe Staley's 36. One of the, the Both of them are like two of the oldest guys. Yeah. But, um... No, not Joe St- Staley, the dude that uh, just tore his tricep, the guy from uh, Cleveland. Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Thomas, yeah. He's he's that old. Um, actually, you know what? No, it is Staley. I just got it mixed up. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think Vitae is definitely going to left tackle. Yes, that's what I, that's what I that's, believe. That's so. what everyone's been saying. Um, that's, what, that's what I agree with. Like I said, also... On the season preview, I wasn't sold on Lane Johnson at left tackle after watching him in preseason. Just because it comes down to um, basically flipping everything that you've been doing for the last four years in the league. Yeah. you got to switch to the drop back foot. 
and you got to do a whole bunch of different techniques. And also then you have... So there, really, there really is a lot of change from right to left. Yeah, because instead of dropping back with your right, it's your left. Yeah. And you're so accustomed to doing that. Also, your partner on the inside's a different person. Yeah. And then you would also mess up both the guards too. So basically you mess up four different players in making the switch because you'd have Lane Johnson doing something he's not used to, having Wiz blocking with someone who he's not used to, and then you'd have Brand Brooks blocking right. with Vitae, who he's not used to, and then Vitae in a starting right tackle. So now it's kind of just more like the left side, and you know you kind of you got kind of got to believe in Carson, in you know being able to get out of those sticky situations. We saw him do it on Monday, and you got to hope that Doug Peters, P- Peterson, <laughs> my bad, I was thinking left side, but um, Doug Peterson brings some extra extra help to Vitae. Yeah, you got you got to hope he's got. Yeah, I mean, we we got to see Vitae thrown in the fire last year. Definitely some valuable experience. <laughs> he got um, he got torched yeah, his first, first game. First yeah, start. that was bad. But um, but yeah, I I think I, I don't think he'll be able to fill Peter's shoes. It's like oh yeah, big, old, big shoes to fill. But I I'm more worried about our linebacker depth right now than so I'm really more concerned with us replacing Hicks than Peters right now. Kendrick should be back though. Yeah, is he going to be back this week? They, I, I saw well, I mean, it's it's only Wednesday, so yeah. we don't really know. But um, I'm not really that concerned, and listen to me why, is because I think that we can run a lot of, um, just like a lot of nickel formation. Okay. You know, yeah. and basically just have Kendrick's Bradham, Bradham taking majority of the snaps, probably like close to like 80% of the snaps, something like that, hopefully. And, you know, I, I mean, the way the D-backs have been playing, the way they've been tackling, too, like, bring it on. And, and that's also, like, with the, the front, well, now it's, like, more like, just like the, the defensive line, the rotation that we have going with them, it's pretty much, like, it, it's just, you got the guys out there, they're going, like, 35 snaps, like Chris Long, Derek Barnett. That's, like, what they're getting, but they're making the most of it. They're out there grinding. Yeah, then you got they- Fletcher Cox, Bo Allen. And Timmy Jernigan clogging it up in the middle. Like, it's really, they're, like... It, they're, they're really fresh. Gruden talked about that on Monday night, how he used the example for Chris Chris Long used to playing, like, 80% of the snaps, and now he's uh, down to, like, he said, I believe, like, under 30. Um, I don't know what his average is. I think he's but, getting around 35 snaps. I don't know about but, the percentage. Yeah, he was just making the example of how, like, first Chris Long was like, oh, I don't really like this, but he's gotten adjusted to his role. Um, and these guys are fresh. That one, that defensive line is unreal. Uh, speaking, I saw a crazy stat. Eagles opponents have run the ball only 123 times. That's the second fewest through seven games since 1952. Whew. Teams are afraid to run. Like I was even noticing that against Washington Monday, uh, like on third and ones. Like I didn't think they'd run, and they didn't. They were throwing on third and ones because they didn't think they could get one yard against our, our yeah, defense. Th- it's it's like we were saying in the in the season preview, our defensive line and our front seven is just like nasty, and it's Ferocious. great. You got like I literally love what Bradham's doing out there. Yeah, like he's playing out. Of he's the playing line. with, he's playing with so much confidence too. Yes. and it's just like let's go, like bring it, like let's just get it. It's uh, it's just like a great thing to have. Um, but you know, it, it's basically just a really hype time with that defensive line and Chris Long's playing 40 
what is that? Forty five percent of the snaps on the year yeah. so far. But like mostly around like thirty snaps, yeah, a game. Yeah. yeah. So I I mean it's it's oh man, I I'm I'm hyped up. Like I said I'm in the beginning sure of the show, you know, it's a thirteen point spread, which doesn't mean anything really, because anything can happen any yeah, single week. Know. So I I mean I'm still like grounded, you know, and, and like but it's also just like it'd be nice to be seven one, like that's sick. You know, getting to seven one, yeah, you know, being able to keep on showing everyone that we're the best team in the league. Which also I wanted to say, the, the like I've said before on the show, like whenever you talk about listening to like Philly callers, I always say like oh, I kind of wish listen to more national stuff. Like yeah, you know that's so I I always listen to national stuff, but every single every single thing I've been listening to the last two days. They're talking about Philadelphia, oh, whether yeah. it's Carson Wentz and the Eagles yeah, or it's right. Ben Simmons and the Sixers. Literally, it's it's I, amazing. I love it. The the Tuesday, so the day after the uh, Eagles and Sixers both played on Monday night, like all the ESPN shows, you had like PTI around the horn. Both of their openings, Wentz and Simmons, and B yeah. or the Eagles and Sixers. Yeah. Like it was, it was it was funny because to say. Simmons cool. had that triple double right. first fastest yeah. ever. Which is um you know which is an amazing thing but and yeah also just getting back to Carson he was named NFC Offensive Player of the Week for the second time in his career in just his first twenty three games um also another notable stat which stuck out to me he's already had two four touchdown games in twenty three games McNabb well took well also t- two just like this what, season like, yeah yeah so I mean he it took him this year to get to that. Yeah, it took McNabb five seasons to get to. It's a different NFL. It's a different. I don't. I don't like comparing anyone from like. I don't like doing the comparisons because it's literally a whole different NFL. McNabb's first McNabb until like 2006. That's when passing started being more in. Even yeah. though he was he was dropping back a lot, but I I mean we we all think Carson's better than McNabb, so. We don't have to show. We don't have to take those cheap shots at McNabb. I'm not taking. I mean, McNabb takes <laughs> cheap shots. At no, Carson I know. Daly, so I know I that's take cheap shots. Well, that's why I was saying we don't have to stoop to his level. That's what I was saying. You might not have to, but I will. That's but, ridiculous. Um, Carson Wentz also he leads the NFL right now in touchdown passes. This guy he's been unbelievable. We go in play a San Fran this week at home, and we haven't beat actually since 2010. Now we don't play him all the time, but still haven't beat him since 2010. Getting into the game this week, is there any way San Fran comes into the link 0-7 and gets their first win against us? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Shannon threw the whole kitchen sink at us. Yeah. So, I mean, anything's possible. Like, they could easily be doing, like, flea flickers, onside yeah. kicks, fake punts. Playing risky ball, yeah. Yeah, because they don't really have anything to lose. They got a rookie quarterback back there and C.J. Beathard. Um, but... Um, I uh, I mean anything's possible. I'm not gonna mm. count them out because once you count someone out, you know, like if I like guarantee, if I was like, yeah, like there's no way we lose, I guarantee that we'd lose. Like that's just that's just the way the NFL goes. But um, I, I mean, I think it's highly unlikely that the 49ers pull something off because they're even going the west to east, like I was talking about before. But um, I yeah, mean, anything's when, possible. When you play games like this, you always, I mean. You can tend to get complacent, but we talked about this before. I forget which game it was, but we talked about with Carson. Like you don't, you don't see that happen. You're, yeah, you think Carson with this team too. Ready. Yeah, with this team too. Like yeah. every everyone's all about it. Like they're just ready to go. 
and I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, it's. I heard. I got to listen to Peter King did his podcast after the game on uh, Monday night, and he interviewed Peterson and Wentz. It was pretty cool to listen to. But uh, he talked to Peterson, and he was kind of just saying how the mindset of having having a mindset of going one and zero every week. So that's something it seems did like you, they focused on. Did you um, catch how he asked Peterson how he felt about the like the Houdini play, and, and like he how he got out? Favre. Well, no, no, no. He he actually brought up high school. No, no, no. Yeah, he brought up high school football and the throw that like that he threw to Clement. Like they weren't talking about the same exact play. Peter uh, King was talking about the seventeen yard run, I I didn't and then that. and then Peterson's like, yeah, like that's something you should do back in high school. You know, even if even if he didn't have pressure, it would have been a hard throw to make. Oh, uh, okay. And but I I was just like laughing because it's like. Yeah. Peterson and Peter King aren't having the same conversation, but no, I I, I liked how he also talked to Merrill Reese. Yeah, and cool. he also had the pregame with uh, the Redskins yeah, uh, guy. So it, it was just awesome, and I love Mer- like I said before, I love Merrill. So being able to hear him just like talk about it, like you can He's just hear so the you can just hear the smile, <laughs> like you can just hear it. I love it. Yeah. It's and amazing. It cracks me out that he like he talks about how he gets nervous and stuff before going on, but once he once he's like right when it's going on, like right when kickoff happens, he goes into like another mode. Just cracks me up to listen to him talk about. It. He's he loves his job, and he basically said he's gonna do it until he can't anymore. But um, getting into the game this week, predictions wise, Paul, what is your score prediction this week against San Fran? Um, I'm actually predicting a 35 to 20 victory. Okay. So thirty-five twenty. Yeah, I just think they're gonna get a lot of uh, catch-up points. I, I, I really, um, like I was saying, I, I'm not concerned about the 49ers that much. We've been doing very well against the run, and if a quarterback, I, if a rookie quarterback tears us up, uh, I'm gonna have to reevaluate a lot of things. Yes. So and uh, a game ball. Um, game ball goes to Carson. He keeps it going. I mean, right. I, I think you can see another four uh, touchdown performance out of him. Wow. So All right, yeah, I'm a, I have the Eagles winning as well. I'm gonna say 31 to 10, and uh, my game ball going to Brandon Graham. Hopefully, he gets after the rookie quarterback. What is it, Bethard? Bethard? <laughs> Bethard. Bethard. <laughs> when I first beat, saw him come in when we watched the game, I was looking at it beat hard. Yeah. But uh, also forgot to mention last podcast. Uh, just. We we never I don't think we brought up Derek Barnett. He had two sacks on Monday. Yeah, we didn't. The one was the one was against uh, Jordan Reed. Yeah, still got two sacks. No, no, no. And then the other one was like a garbage sack. All right, Paul's not (laughs) not not hype on it. So no, no, it wasn't like it. It was hype that he got them. It would have been hype if anyone got them, but it wasn't something like oh, like yeah, that that's like dirty move. But no, I, I like I like Derek Barnett. I just you know. I'm just calling for what it is. Right. I don't know why Dan's mad right now. I'm just keeping it what I saw out there. It was it was a garbage sack, which I'm hyped that we converted right, on. Yeah, you don't need and then the other one's against yeah, the tight you end. Stay, you stay that's, your fact, right? that's all it is. All right. Um, is. What's uh what's your Wizwick game of the week? Wizwick game of the week, NFC East rivalry. Washington and Dallas, I believe it's a 425 game. Um, so that'll be... Hopefully a game uh, we'll be tuned into, and I think the the Cowboys win this game. Uh, coming off the bye, I like Dallas in this game to win. I obviously don't like Dallas, but I do think they'll win this game. And uh, who's coming off the bye? 
Doesn't Dallas come off a bye? No, they just beat the 49ers. Oh, the they 49ers. are. Dallas coming off a bye. No, Dallas just played the 49ers last week. Oh, they, they did play the Niners. Yeah, they cracked the 49ers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It might as well have been a bye because they rested their their <laughs> whole literally yeah their whole starters like, in the fourth quarter. When I was doing the when I was doing the preview for the show, I literally didn't remember Dallas like watching the Dallas. Game. Yeah, because so, they because we actually didn't watch. Yeah, it. we played football yeah. instead. My um, but yeah, my Wizard game of the week is actually uh, Houston at Seattle. Gonna see what uh, Deshaun Watson's actually made of yeah. going out there. They're actually coming off of a bye, and. Um, I mean, it's going to be interesting. So Seattle, so they're both coming off a bye. So I mean, that's it's just going to be good to see a, a team that a lot of people are saying in, in the Texans are going to be, uh, you know, kind of like a dark horse in the AFC. You know, just see what they can do. They also got their uh, left tackle back. He, I don't know if you saw that, Dwayne Brown. No. He was he was the bull that was no, holding I out. I did. I I kept seeing stuff about. Yeah, it. so he's back this week. And, um, I mean, that's going to give Deshaun Watson maybe a little extra time against the Seahawks. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm hoping the Texans win, obviously, because they're AFC. Yeah, but, I mean, this is kind of the time when the Seahawks start their, you know, yeah. their normal mountain climb yeah, of going up. So Do you have a, an upset for the fans to look out to? I know you, you nailed it. La- was it last week? Yeah, it was last week, right? I'm good. Well, that was, that, it was actually my bonus one. Cause oh, you, cause you picked, big you picked the one that like the game that yeah, I was yeah. already saying, and then I was like, you know what, I'll give you guys an upset. But um, I actually have another one, obviously, <laughs> but I, I'm gonna go Raiders over the Bills. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's the Sunday 1 p.m. Raiders have I came off that emotional victory. I, I think they're actually playing better football when Marshawn isn't in there. So, I mean, they don't have to worry about giving the ball. And um, I think Derek Carr and Cooper are kind of getting on the same page. Even though Cooper's been dropping a lot, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> he had a big week last week. But I no, he, he dro- yeah, he dropped it at but, least five um, times. Yeah, my upset for this week is going to be Denver against Kansas City. And if that does happen, that would be Kansas City's third loss in a row. Um, Denver hasn't looked great recently. But uh, I think they pick it up this Is that week. That's the Defense. Monday night game, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it is. It is, okay. Yeah, so Denver goes into Kansas City uh, and gets the win. That's my upset of the week. Um, so, yeah, that, those are our picks for this week. One thing we forgot to talk <clears throat> about when we were talking Sixers, though, was uh, Markel Fultz. The drama And what, what was going on. Um, I mean, still don't really like. There's still so yeah. much being said out there. I mean, what I don't know what to believe anymore. This let honestly. me say what I believe. I believe that we will win. No, it just sounds you know when you say I believe that. But um, no, I just feel like like I was saying. I'm glad Fultz isn't playing. Like I was saying the other night. Yes, I'd rather right. have him sit out. You know, get rid of the soreness or whatever's going on there. And kind of work with his shot or something like that. You know, I, I feel like that's a, a reasonable thing to ask for. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it really is, it's, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, I, it's Philadelphia. I don't I don't get the Sixers. I don't get everything. I mean, Brett Brown came out today and basically said, um, there's zero doubt Markel, he tried to change his shot. Then you had Markel Fultz's trainer on the radio saying that's false, that's not true. 
Um, and then just everything with the injury, it's just, it's been all over the place. I don't know what to believe. They're saying he's out for at least three games. Uh, don't know how likely that is. I, I definitely think it's going to be more than that. The, the question is how long. Because I could see, I mean, we've seen this before where, with the where they just give, they the just give, yeah, last year, yeah. Oh, he's out this night. But then, like, a couple, couple weeks later, he's done for the year. I'm not saying Fultz is going to be done for the year. But it could be a month, could be a couple months. I don't, I don't know this this medical staff and their whole approach to everything. It's frustrating as a fan, um, but I do want the guy to get healthy and get his shot back. So I'm all for resting him right now. Like Paul talked about on our last show, let him rest, let him let him help us when we're making a playoff push later in the season. Because the, the shot, I mean, I was watching how highlights today in the summer league just a couple months ago. His shot was fine. Yeah, and for this to to be drastically changed, like it was, it's it's got to be the shoulder. So, I I don't think it was a huge a huge like transformation as far as his form. Um, so I'm excited. I'm ha- I'm happy that I think he will get his shot back once he heals up. Don't know how long that'll be though. And I don't think the Sixers do either. Yeah, but, I, I mean they the medical staff has been known for. Uh, Making these type of mistakes, like you said before. Yep. So I, I, I am still like optimistic that it isn't gonna be, you know, a whole, you know, a whole month until we see him again. Like I'm hoping, you know, at, at max it might be like two weeks yeah, or something that like would that. Be, would that's ideal. That's ideal because like we don't real like like tonight we contended with the top West Western Conference team without him. Like we don't really need him right yes. now. Like I said in the other show. We need him for that playoff push, so that's why I'm fine. You know, even if it is a month, obviously I'm fine. But you know, I just want to make sure his shots there, his head's there, and um, you know, his his arms okay. Because yeah. like I honestly, like I said, like like I said, soon as um, soon as they came out with the the shoulder soreness on the free throws, I said like I don't know if this is even true. Like it's pretty convenient that they're saying his shoulder soreness. And his and his shot isn't going up, so I I mean I, I mean he's messing with his shot. I think he just ended up messing with it, and you know he's I I, I just think he's in his own head. And sports is such a weird thing. Once you lose the confidence, you're not there. Like last night, you know Jared Jared was in his own head. And he missed a couple shots. He was down yeah, on himself, no, but then we, no, no, but then we had to get him going again. So I mean yeah. you just you just gotta keep on fighting through it. And you know Markel's always putting up like these inspirational uh, stories yeah, on his I Instagram. Think he's mentally strong. I, I'm not worried about that too much. Um, but it's definitely tough for him to be going out there and not playing what playing up to what he thinks and knows he's capable of. And I mean, you know how it is with social media that he's getting torn up on the internet. Is he really? Like, no, I mean, just like with the free throws. No, like, and yeah, shot. like also national, like I kind of cut yeah. it out when I was saying the national, they're also talking about like number one overall stinks. pick. Yeah. yeah. So he's gonna, it's a lot of pressure. He's 19 years old. Uh, but I, I feel better today than I did a couple of days ago about Fultz and his future. Just getting him healthy is the number one, a number one priority for him right now. And I think the rest will fall in place as far as his game. Um, but yeah, did you have, uh, one, well, one other thing I wanted to say was, uh, I was thinking today while watching the game and I was like, I really feel like LeBron's going to Philly just because, just because of, um, you know, all the connections with Ben Simmons after he got Mm -hmm. the triple double. What Ben Simmons said after LeBron just got his triple double the other night, and also JJ Redick is signed with um, 
with like Bleacher Reports, like Undisputed or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. or Uninterrupted. Yeah, Uninterrupted, which basically LeBron runs. So, um, are you I, looking I, for the poll yeah, of the day? No, I had um, I had something to say about that too, because LeBron actually, while LeBron had like an elbow issue. So basically, there was a story that said, while reporting on LeBron elbow story, Fultz's name came up. LeBron doesn't understand why Fultz is playing if he's that injured. He also brought up an old clip of Fultz shooting free throws with USA Basketball on his phone. He said, wow, look at that stroke. He can shoot. Oh, that's like, what LeBron said. Yeah, yeah see, like, he's coming, dude. Yeah, it's interesting LeBron's playing, playing attention to these young guys from Philly. No, uh, I'm telling you, he's like, coming through. Like. That, that's what he's about. I mean, I, honestly, I, I like I've already said before, I'm a big Braun fan. He's the reason why I'm reading The Godfather right now. So, uh, I mean, it, breaking news, actually, the Cavs just lost to the Nets. Wow. 112-107. to 107. Another thing is the Sixers game. We're recording this literally right after the Sixers game, so Embiid is currently in his press conference. He's talking to the media right now. He said, everybody's got to stop being scared. I'm not made of glass. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, he's talking about talking about, about minutes. He's talking about his fall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But also, like, yeah, I mean, so. he did get in early foul trouble, too. He also too. said TJ was the best player on the floor tonight. <laughs> well, he mean, was. TJ it. killed it. Yeah. But um, that was good. I um, I was going to do the get to know us. Always, yeah. But also, I just wanted to mention one thing, like, to the people out there. Like, we're really hype on uh, Stranger Things. It's yes. coming out this weekend. So Friday I, night, we're gonna yeah, watch it, right? Yeah, that was the, like the that's the plan. We kind of got Joe like a was weekend really thing. Amped up what he was talking about yesterday. Yeah, what was he saying? He's like, "What's the plan for Friday?" He's like, "We're gonna watch two episodes, then we're gonna go go out, and then we'll watch." Like, <laughs> I then actually I hit him up today, seeing if he was about it, because I forgot to talk to him yesterday yeah. about it. But um, my get to know us question of the day. Uh, this is more for the people to to get to know us. Okay. Because um, it, it comes down to. I'm going to basically just ask you the poll questions. Okay. The last two that I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I've so, so I want to explain to the people. So when you put on a hoodie, what goes in first? Your head, your left arm, or your right arm? And now, like, think about it. You're like, oh, like, that's such a dumb question. But if you really think about it, people do everything differently. So, Dan, what did, what did you say you did? Yeah, well, just to... The- continue on your point and you, you wrote on your tweet i truly believe humans are creatures of habit which is which is very true i, I mean, just think about <laughs> think, just think about i mean i'm in, i'm still in school right now i graduate in december but, congrats <laughs> but you go to class and you go you sit first day of class you sit in the seat and most likely going to sit there for the rest of the semester just be like just because like Unless, I don't know, maybe some people... Their yeah, might be back when I, when I was in school, people would always be taking my seat. Really? Yeah, I used to have, like, a system where I'd be in the back. Well, in all my classes this semester, I sat in the same seat, and the majority of my classmates have as well. But um, my my answer to your question, when putting on a hoodie, what do you start with? It's the head for me. Yeah, it's the head. Yeah. Like, it's easily the head, but I... It was close in your poll. Well, like. th- theoretically, arms won. Because it's yeah, it, yeah, arm, so yeah. like the head is the lower basically the lower percentage if it goes arms to head, but more people use the head. Yeah, it's it's just the, makes more sense for me. It makes more sense for me. You get the head in, then you throw the arms in. But I, I mean, I understand when people throw like I I've not I'm not saying I've never put my arms through first. <laughs> no, I know. But like it's like mo- it's like ninety nine no more. I'd say ninety three out of a hundred times it's head first. But like, 
Can we get to the next one? I love the next one. Did you really? Yeah. I thought it was kind of whack a, compared to the other. I thought that one was For me good. personally, it's so like, it's weird. When I, I think I talked about this before. When yeah, we, you like, have. Yeah. With the Milano thing. When I had to just fall got, asleep just, on the hardwood floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. so how do I fall asleep? <laughs> yeah, I knew yeah. it, yeah. The question, how do you fall asleep? And then I said, you, uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. yeah. The, the options were back, left side, right side, stomach. So I have a, it's just like, it's just what I've noticed. I, I'll get in bed, I'll start on my back. Usually I might be on my phone, whatever, and then put the phone down, it's time to go to bed. So as first five minutes, usually on my back. Next five minutes, I'll go on the right side. That's like getting ready for me to sleep. And then, then I'll go to the left side, bang, then I'm out. He's, the le- always on the left and side. And then this bull, t- he said, I only fall asleep on my left side, but I've seen him sleeping on his right yeah, side that's my ge- that's my general. <laughs> no, yeah, it's bed, a, like, yeah, it's like nine. And you kind of talked about that. I think you replied to the tweet. You said, uh, I think you're a side guy. If you're a side guy, it comes down to room positioning. Yeah. So based on maybe where your window is, yeah, where, where your TV is. Window, door. Like, I, I just switched room. I've actually slept in like three different rooms in the last year basically for for because i was my parents sold the house and i was living with my sister now i'm back in the other house so it switched up for me but during the transition i turned into a back guy but basically when i was a side guy i'd always face away from the door yeah and so that's that's my left yeah and then that's that's like the most comfortable side for me to go to left but now like i have the door right in front of me so the side just carries over so i mean it's just it's weird like people and and, you know people have their habits it's cool right now left side's winning in your poll on twitter okay it is i mean i guess people a lot of people like the left side (laughs) i don't know but very interesting but i think that's all i really had to say about that i um I mean, I didn't check to see if we had any other reviews or anything. Yeah, I don't believe we did. I think I checked yesterday, but okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't always check. I don't really go on the iTunes yeah, podcast yeah. app. But uh, you know, thanks for listening. Hopefully, the Sixers get the next one. Yes, for sure. You know, um, and I. I mean, I'm really excited. The Flyers actually had a bad loss the other night. I wasn't going to talk yeah, about because they, they got cracked. Mm-hmm. Also, you see that punch in the fight. Yeah, the that, Yeah, ball. that that was crazy. Yeah. So um it was it was a bad night for the Flyers, but you know, it's a long season. You can get some momentum going. Yeah. Um Very but early. yeah, I I mean it's it's almost November too, which is wild to think about. You know. It feels like it was just the beginning of October yeah, I mean, there you go. November and December, those are those are the grind months for football and Good teams really start coming out, so hopefully the Eagles can continue, continue their winning ways. Be crazy in November and December. Be crazy. Yes. But um, yeah. So fly Eagles, fly. Go Birds. Rate us, review us again on iTunes. Five star and comment for Cheese Steak Sports. We'll appreciate that, and you'll be entered in to win the I feel like Carson long sleeve shirt. And as Paul said, it's November, so it's starting to get a little bit colder. So that shirt will warm you right up. Go Birds.